0: hey man
1: is that the rock news weekly podcast yeah man well turn it up man
0: this is rock news weekly every week we bring you all the latest headlines in rock metal indie grunge alt and classic rock news this week's new releases this week in music history trivia movies pop culture and more now on to this week's episode This week on the Rock News Weekly Podcast, week of February 6, 2023, Season 5, Episode number 5, we talk about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees for 2023 are announced, and we'll go through them all, including the ones we don't think should be nominated. Ozzy announces his retirement from touring by canceling his upcoming tour dates with Judas Priest, and new sexual assault accusations are filed against Marilyn Manson and more. Plus, this week in Rock and Roll History Trivia, Weekly WTF, and so much more. All of our links are up at rocknewsweekly.com. Watch us live at twitch.tv slash rocknewsweekly every Sunday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. All right, it's time for the Rock News Weekly Podcast. What's up, everybody? Chris here with David this week. What's up, David? Hello. How you doing? Doing good, man. Good. Uh We just... Uh had some pozole here in the house and that was awesome wasn't it it was delicious homemade pasole uh from our friend Sergio Morgan uh man just love uh kicking the day off with something like that so let's get to the news guys this week of February 6th season five episode number six uh it's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees for 2023 that we're going to be talking about we're going to go through them all including the ones we don't really think should be nominated there's always a couple of those every year Ozzy announcing his retirement from touring by canceling his upcoming tour dates with Judas Priest. It was kind of a big deal this week. We'll uh, talk about that a little bit. And, unfortunately, new sexual assault accusations filed against Marilyn Manson. We'll delve into those details. Plus, this week in Rock and Roll History Trivia, Weekly WTF, all that good stuff. Make sure you guys are checking us out at rocknewsweekly.com. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, all at rocknewsweekly.com. And of course, twitch.tv slash rocknewsweekly every Sunday. Watch us live, follow us, sign up for a free account, get notified when we go live. Uh, all right, so tour to news this week. <laughs> this festival name is great, isn't it? Incarceration. And it takes, plate, it takes place at an old penitentiary in Ohio, the Ohio State Reformatory. Incarceration. It's a music and tattoo festival at an old prison. Just
2: a normal day in Ohio, right?
0: right? You know, (laughs) right up Ohio's alley. So, we got Limp Bizkit headlining, Pantera, Slipknot, Megadeth, Bush, Flyleaf, Volbeat, Highly Suspect, bunch of heavy stuff. Nothing but a heavy festival here. No oozing wound. No, I don't see oozing wound on there. uh, Even though they were one of our favorites from last year, our new releases. Um, No, but uh, you guys in Ohio, I'm sure this is a big one for you. Check it all out, incarceration.com. These guys that does are sound ganny. pretty
2: cool, though. It is. Yeah, it is kind of cool, I an, mean, Especially old, if you like tattoos. an old jail?
0: I mean, an old jail. You like tattoos, you like heavy metal. There you go. July yeah. 14th through the 16th, later this year. Um, all right, what else do we got here? Uh, let's switch the view so you guys can see these lineups better. Um, all right, so yes, that's incarceration there. You guys see that lineup? little interesting
2: to see Bush in in there. I
0: know. They do seem kind of the ad, odd man out. Yeah. Uh, a lot of that. They're not very heavy, but their like, new right album is. Right in there with heaviest. Guar. I I mean. know. <laughs> Bush and Guar. I don't know. POD in there as well. See them? Oh, yeah, yeah. Look at them. POD. All right, so that's uh, that's happening. Check it out. Incarceration.com. All right, Jerry Harrison and Adrian Ballou from the Talking Heads Ooh. doing a somewhat of a Talking Heads kind of show. It's Jerry Harrison and Adrian Blue Remain in Light 2023 Tour. And the opening group is Les Claypool's Fearless Flying Frog Brigade. And also another group called Cool, Cool, Cool. Uh, Les Claypool's Fearless Flying Frog Brigade. I haven't played in 17 years, so it's kind of cool that he's uh, dusting the, getting the dust off of that group and uh, hitting the road this year. So that'll be kind of cool. All kinds of dates everywhere. Uh, so Placerville. plenty of yeah, plenty of stuff here in California. We get Placerville on May 13th, New Mill Valley. Valley on the 14th. Uh, different ver- venues there. So Jerry Harrison and Adrian Ballou remain in light. Check that out. It's a pretty cool tour. Speaking of tours, Rob Zombie with Allison Cooper have announced uh, Alice Allison Allison's Alice is Alice daughter. Cooper. <laughs> Allison Cooper would be a perfect name for his daughter yeah. if he had one. Uh, but they've rolled out a 19-city run for August and September. Freaks on Parade tour with Ministry and Filter as the opening acts there, so that's gonna be a pretty cool show. Alice Cooper at 75 is his new book that's out. It's a 200-page, 208-page uh, book, uh, just ahead of his 75th birthday. We share the same birthday, me and Alice. Uh, February 4th, Alice Cooper's birthday is on February
2: 4th. Happy birthday, Chris.
0: Yeah, thank you, thank you. So we just had a birthday thing here in town. It was great, and. Uh, Had a lot of close friends and family there. It was a good time. So happy birthday to Alice Cooper as well. Turning 75, and uh, he's got that new book and tour out. So pretty awesome. That's one of the ones, if you haven't seen him before and you want to, I would do it this tour because I imagine he's not going to be able to hit the road, you know, much like what we're going to be talking about with Ozzy coming up here. Uh,
2: Playing in Concord.
0: Yeah, they're playing in Concord at the uh, Concord Pavilion, September 22nd. Concord Pavilion there. We're going to have tickets for that at 1057 The Bear. Uh, in memoriam, unfortunately, this past week, uh, Tom Verlaine, the guitarist and songwriter for the band Television, passed away on January 28th at the age of 73 following a brief illness. He dated Patti Smith um, uh, for a long time. Uh, I think he, uh, I, I think they eventually got married. Uh, but they said, um, Jesse Paris Smith, the daughter of Patti Smith, told Rolling Stone about the death, saying, quote, "...he died peacefully in New York City, surrounded by close friends. His vision and his imagination will be missed." Of course, uh, their groundbreaking 1977 album Marquis Moon, they were the first band to play CBGBs when they uh, Mm -hmm. opened. And Mm -hmm. uh, New York, kind of legendary band. So RIP Tom Verlaine. All right, let's get to the major rock news this week. Nominees for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Here's kind of a collective picture of a lot of the artists that are going to be up for nomination this year. None of these are confirmed yet. So here we go. Soundgarden, Iron Maiden, Cindy Lauper, George Michael, Willie Nelson, Sheryl Crow, Rage Against the Machine, Warren Zevon, Kate Bush, Missy Elliott, Joy Division and New Order, The Spinners, A Tribe Called Quest, and The White Stripes. So out of those, David, what do you think doesn't really belong if you had to choose three in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame?
2: Yeah, I mean, the Rock and Roll part, I mean, it, that's a that's a... That's a tricky one, right? I
0: agree. And that's, I, that's they're, been they're... the debate over the years is why not just call this the Popular Music Hall of Fame? Yeah. Why not yeah. call this the Music Hall of Fame in general? Why, if it's rock and roll, can we really say that Missy Elliott is in the rock and roll? Yeah, it's
2: sort of like what is the spirit
0: of rock and roll, you know? That's what they're trying to define, I guess. And, and I don't know if I agree with... <laughs> so what, if you had to pick three... Out of these that you wouldn't think fit, what, what would you say? Hmm. Well,
2: I mean, Cyndi Lauper is very, very
0: pop. Very pop? Very pop.
1: Sure.
2: Uh, pop rock. Cheryl uh, Crow? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess the obvious ones would be to, like, sort of... Uh, the, the kind of rap groups Maybe uh, Like a Tribe Called Quest But I can't I can't
0: say no Because I love A Tribe Called Quest so I, much, Me personally so. I think I, I think they They could be in there That's fine with me Okay But I don't know about Missy Elliott George George Michael I guess But I, He's almost in the same Yeah he's very same pop as Cindy Lauper right? Yeah Yeah Cheryl Crow At least she plays guitar Okay Okay Right she yeah, I guess guitar. if it's
2: yeah, if if we're defined by instruments, maybe. But right? see,
0: that's the thing; it's really not. So it's like you know, the Spinners, I guess, were one of those influential kind of doo-wop, maybe like Motown, yeah, groups, yeah. But they were singers, from what I understand. There's no there's no instruments in that group, so I don't know how they choose these bands to maybe, be honest. Maybe
2: I mean maybe rock and roll is just is just such an all-encompassing category now that it's. It, it's, it's, yeah. It, it's, I mean, you really think about it. It's, you get back to the roots of rock and roll. It's so much to, to do with jazz. And then it's, so yes. you know, you go back further and it's so much to do with sort blues. Of, uh, blues. And then it just takes everything in.
0: Yep. You know, so. So, I mean, I, I get that. Uh, but that's where we're at. And I think it's like you have, you're honoring bands like Raging Against the Machine and Missy Elliott in the same type yeah, of episode same. and breath. So to speak, it's, yeah, Which it's hard quite for people to understand. Yeah. yeah. So it's a weird one, man. I think they need to do something different with that rock and roll hall of fame. At least the, the title of it. I don't know. Maybe change it up. But uh, that's that's what's happening. So eight out of the 14 nominees are on the ballot for the first time. Um, and it'll be taking place this fall. We'll let you know when those nominees actually get inducted. So we'll follow up with that. So Ozzy retiring from touring. So Ozzy has said in the past that he's retired from touring, um, but it's never been due to health issues. Ozzy's always wanted to retire from touring because maybe he wasn't with Black Sabbath, maybe he wasn't inspired musically. All that's not the case lately. He's very inspired musically, and this is why I think it's really hard for him to do this. Uh, And he starts the tweet off, this is probably one of the hardest things I've had to share with my loyal fans. As you may all know, four years ago, I had a major accident, damaged his spine. He's been doing stem cell treatments, physical therapy sessions, cybern- cybernics, howl treatment, and he says his body's still weak, so he just can't do it. Uh, he cannot make the European-UK dates that are coming up. He can't travel. He was supposed to be playing with Judas Priest. Had to cancel. Uh, and then Judas Priest came out with their own kind of statement and saying, basically supporting him, we send all our love and support for Ozzy. Thank our fans in the UK for being loyal and standing with us. They're looking at other ways to try and get on the road, but um, just sad, and you know, there's a photo coming out of Ozzy, uh, kind of you know. Now that that photo to the right, that's a newer photo. Yeah, that's him, kind of walking with a cane, that's and uh, just kind of looking a little rough. Cause there to the left, I mean, he looks great. He looks great but on his stage. Skin looks right? better than mine. And I think that was when he did the um, Super Bowl or something recently, in the last year or two, where he uh, made some oh, yeah. appearance yeah. there. Uh, did a song. So, yeah, he's, he, and that's the thing. He says his voice is really good, and that's the unfortunate part is that I guess his voice is great. He's in good mental capacity. He wants to be out on the road. He wants to sing, wants to do all that, but can't physically do it. That's got to be that's heartbreaking, right? Yeah. Uh, so, speedy recovery, though, Ozzy. Just take your time. Maybe in a year or two he'll feel better after maybe he keeps getting all this treatment and he'll be able to hit the road again soon, right? Uh, so... That's where we're at. There, unfortunately canceling that tour. All right, so now to the <laughs> Manson story of the week, as it seems like every other week we're talking about something to do with Marilyn Manson. This new one is he's, uh, the headline reads, Marilyn Manson accused of grooming and sexually assaulting 16-year-old in 1995. This girl is uh, remaining anonymous as Jane Doe in this lawsuit, claiming that Manson invited her onto his tour bus and attacked her following a Dallas show in September 1995 and threatened that if she told anyone, he would kill her and her family. Gosh. She alleged that within weeks, he began calling her and asking her to send explicit sexual photos of her and her friends to his fan club, uh, Satan's Bake Sale. That was the name of his fan club. (laughs) Satan's bake sale.
2: Well, this picture on the right, right here, looks like a demented frog. <laughs> I mean, that is.
0: <laughs> I know. Right. Satan's
2: bake sale, or Satan's bake sale, that that, that fits. There. Satan's
0: bake sale. So she claimed gracious. that Manson invited her to the show New Orleans where he took her back on his bus, became more aggressive, and sexually assaulted her. Uh, kissing, biting or breasts, oral copulation, all kinds of crazy oh stuff. I guess we won't get into all the details of that because it's pretty racy. But needless to say, it's very serious allegations. Uh, there's other stuff uh, where they're, um, the lawsuit is naming his uh, labels, including Interscope and Nothing Records, claiming they knew or should have known
1: that he Ooh. had a history of
0: giving drugs to female fans. They were complicit, basically, in his behavior. Um, they were the, the the labels knew that they were inviting minors onto his bus, so it's getting messy. Um, and his statement, Manson's attorney said, Brian Warner does not know this individual and has no recollection of ever having meeting her 28 years ago. He was certainly never intimate with her. She has been shopping her fabricated tale to tabloids and on podcasts for more than two years. End quote. So that's their response. So I wonder if there's any truth to that uh, Truth to that will we'll see soon I guess as the court proceedings take place. but what do you think right off just reading that stuff uh, that I mean those are uh, that's those are really
2: serious allegations that's that's something that I mean it, it seems like all of the things that have come out over the last while have not ruined
0: him i know and he just we just read it a thing where he settled out of court on the last one right for a very high profile lady uh the game of thrones actress esme uh, bianco or whatever yeah but i mean this this seems even worse Seems like it would just be criminal it's criminal that would just because this girl was underage obviously uh esme wasn't they were two consenting adults even though there was and this is in 1995
2: or something i wonder what the statute of limitations is
0: that's a good point too and that was 28 years ago. So, who knows, man? Uh, I guess we'll find out as the uh, the weeks go on with that. Let's go back to the more entertaining rock news, though. Green Day's got a 25th anniversary edition of their fifth album, Nimrod, that's coming out. They have it on different vinyl variants, uh, different CD collections that come with all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, Look at those fresh-faced, I know, so young and ready to take on the world. Uh, they have a compilation of demos, live recordings. Um, All kinds of cool different things, different tracks that have never been out there, including a cover of Elvis Elvis Costello's Allison, um, 20-page booklet, poster, cloth patch, slip mat, and in addition, Green Day are releasing exclusive merch from the Nimrod era, including vintage t-shirts and more, so check it out on their website if you guys are interested in that. All right, the return of the Milwaukee Metal Fest. This made headlines this week. Because it's the first time since 2007 that this festival has come back. And it's all because, I guess, Jamie Josta from Hatebreed um, bought the rights to the festival Mm. and reinvigorated it. I guess it was a big deal for him because Hatebreed's from that area, from Milwaukee. And they wanted to make sure that this still had a uh, place in metal uh, you know in the metal universe there so they bought the festival I guess it was defunct all kinds of legal stuff that they had to go through Um, but yeah now it's going to be taking place Memorial Day weekend May 26th through the 28th Uh, Jamie Josta purchased the rights announced the lineup he said in the statement the infamous Milwaukee Metal Fest created so many memories hosted legendary bands and gave up and comers something to aspire to so Memorial Day weekend it returns so there you go Uh, very cool for everybody in Wisconsin check it out that's a heavy one. Lamb of God, Anthrax suicidal tendencies, Napalm Death, Dark Angel. Um, Black Dahlia Murder obituary, Shadows Fall. It's pretty heavy. There is some really good ones out there if you guys are into that, so. I think in uh, 84 they had Spinal Tap. <laughs> they did. I think they did. Yeah. He was uh yeah, Spinal Tap was headlining. All right, we got some rock birthdays to get to, so let's get to it. Happy. To birthdays.
1: Birthday. Happy.
0: Hey, Sally, in the chat. What's up, Sally? Thank you for hanging out. Let's get to these birthdays. All right, David, take it away, man. Who do we got first?
2: John Lydon, front man of the Sex Pistol, also known as Johnny Rotten. He's 67 years old. Doesn't he look like Fat Bastard these days? Ah, <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. But, I mean, that, the matching pajamas thing, that's yeah, that's, huh? that's a lot there. That, that is. I was kind of thinking train conductor. <laughs> right? I, you know, I wouldn't train tell that to conductor, his face, though. Yeah, no. Sure. Punch me right real quick. <laughs> but uh, uh, Phil Manzera, guitarist, uh, Roxy Music, is 72. Marcus Mumford, singer for Mumford & Sons, husband of actress Carrie Mulligan, is 36.
0: Phil uh, Collins, yep,
2: singer and drummer of Genesis, is 72 years old.
0: That's how he does the shows now. He sits on stage in a chair and he sings, and his son actually plays the drums. Really? Yeah. So that's when you go and see Genesis these days. That's what he's doing. As long as he's still got the voice. That's right. He's got that Phil Collins voice, man. Yeah. That's uh, may, that may be Ozzy. <laughs> that may be Ozzy. Yeah, that's You a, know what that's, I mean? Yeah, yeah. You may be, you know, able to just sit there on a chair. Really,
2: anything by you. Ozzy's voice.
0: His voice is iconic. Bill Collins' voice.
2: They're they're iconic. They're iconic, and, and they want to do it. They want to
0: be out in front of the crowd. So yeah, that may be a good solution for you, Ozzy. Think about it. Uh, Steve O'Gary is uh, from Journey.
2: Is sixty-four years old. Dave Davies, lead guitarist of the Kinks, is seventy-six years old. Yep. Uh, Duff McKagan, bassist from Velvet Revolver and former bassist of Guns N' Roses, is fifty-nine. Al Cooper, singer and keyboard, key, singer keyboard guitarist uh, from Blood Sweat and Tears, also worked with Bob Dylan, uh, the Atlanta Rhythm Section, Alice Cooper, the Birds, Jimi Hendrix, and Leonard Skinnerd, among others, is wow. now seventy nine years old.
0: He was all over the place back Man. then, huh? The stories he could tell, I'm sure. All right, so let's play a quick little ad real quick, and then we will be back with some trivia for you guys. And now a message from one of our sponsors.
3: Yarrr! You hear that? That's the sound of Mother Nature. She's an uncompromising beast. Think about it. What was the largest mammal in the history of this earth? The blue whale. What did they eat to become the largest beast on the planet? Krill. That's right. We've harnessed the power of the wild and mysterious krill in our new triple baleen filtered krill reserve lager. We filter our beer in a revolutionary baleen strainer, imitating the way blue whales would eat and process their krill. Yar, this is the same process, filters, and extracts all of the seaworthy nutrients your body needs. We only harvest the most wild and exotic krill from one of the most deadly seas on the planet, the Black Sea, yar. So whether you're fishing for barnacles, sailing the seven seas of cheese, Or disposing of unwanted trash or bodies in your nearest lake. Yar. You need an uncompromising lager made of the same nutrients that fuel the beasts of the sea. Krill Reserve Lager. Triple baleen filtered for maximum krill potency. It's not just delicious. It's krillicious. Yar. (laughs) Yar. Yar.
0: It's true. That krill potency, man don't mess around with it. All right, we got some trivia to get to.
3: So, let's get the, to the to the trivia. This week in rock and roll history trivia.
0: All right, guys. This week in rock and roll history trivia. This week in 2003, David, the drummer from this band, filed a lawsuit against the remaining members to get them to stop using their original band name for their new band venture. They were trying to move on without him. Their ex drummer said, no, I don't think so. Who was it? Was it A, the Talking Heads, B, the Dead Kennedys, C, the Doors, or was it D, David Crosby's Cocaine Boogaloo, a large plate of Peruvian flake on an old 1800s player piano, a talking parakeet, and David Crosby's answering machine playing his recent messages? What do you think? You know, here?
2: I I feel like what year two thousand three two thousand three because the Talking Heads broke up in like ninety. Oh yeah. To be fair, like a that. lot of
0: these bands had their breakups, you know, yeah, a little bit I earlier than this, and I think this was legal proceedings afterwards. But yeah, but whatever you. I think. feel
2: like uh, I feel like uh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Talking Heads.
0: Talking Heads. Well, David Crosby's Cocaine Boogaloo was not the answer, even though that was a very fantastic stage show. Got well. Oh, did you see that? I did not, but my dad saw it, and he said it was fantastic, and uh, it was a well-reviewed show in the in the 1980s. Well, it's kind of risky too, because parakeets—they bite. (laughs) They are, and imagine you got a plate of cocaine there with a parakeet. That's a recipe for disaster.
2: Cocaine cocaine parakeet. The new movie? Yeah, it's the
0: new movie. That could be it. Cocaine parakeet. It's actually John Densmore from The Doors. Wow. Yeah, so here he is in 2003. Well, this is a recent picture of him. But in 2003, John Densmore, the original drummer from The Doors, filed a a lawsuit against Ray Manzarek and Robbie Krieger to get them to stop using The Doors' name. For their new band with Ian Asbury as the lead singer. Ian Asbury's lead singer of a group called The Cult. And they were trying to move on as The Doors with him. And John Densmore said no. And he was joined, actually, by the estates of the late Jim Morrison and Morrison's widow, Pamela Corson. And the cases eventually ruled in their favor. And they won. And so The Doors had to change their name. I don't know if you ever remember that. It was The Doors of the 21st Century when they toured well, look, I, for a I, while. guys, I
2: was wondering about this. I was thinking this was 2003. Yeah. I don't remember hearing about The Doors too much. Yeah, like,
0: well, they, it the, wasn't the really... The 21st Century. It, they tried to do it with Ian Asbury as the lead singer, and they had a band called The Doors of the 21st Century, and it was Robbie Krieger, Ray Manzarek, with Ian Asbury, and I forget the other person that was in the band, but do they you,
2: did tour. Do you remember any of the, like... Uh, PR or anything for that? No,
0: I, I, it was before my time in radio, and so I remember hearing about it as kind of a just kind of a, a show that you could go see, that it was like, whoa, check that out, almost like a super group, but they only played big cities, they only played LA, San Francisco, big shows at the time, and it was before my time really uh, heading out and seeing a ton of shows at that time, so I missed all that, never got involved, and it would have been cool, I guess, because I guess, you know, it's half of the Doors. But yeah. still, it's one of those things where it's like, it's not quite the original band, and I could see why the other members were kind of upset about it.
2: Well, I mean, the thing about it is, if you have a, you have something like that when you only have half of the original band, what do you do to keep that identity? Yeah, that's. I mean, did, that's a good I, I kind of wonder if it was like, were they trying to draw on the past a little too much, and sort of like resting on their laurels
0: like this is our thing let's keep it going and why yeah why not why try to say that you're the doors when it's obviously not the doors right yeah jim morrison all that i mean i don't see how you could say you're the doors anyway time for some new rock and metal album releases you said you had a timer Oh yeah, wait, hold on. Okay, so like, we're going to we we're going to do this. We're going to
2: I've got to do this.
0: I'm going to get a better timer soon, guys. And you'll be able to see it on the screen for everybody watching. I want a metronome watching.
2: too. <laughs> I do it with the proper
0: cadence. Right. Okay. okay. So here we go. For February two. 3rd, new rock metal album releases in less than 30 seconds. Go, David. Okay, Funerals, Let the Earth Be
2: Silent. Lands Down or Lands Down Medicine. Leprous uh <laughs> Aphelian Tour Edition. Memorium Rise to Power. Mithridium, myth, Mithridatum, Harrowing. <laughs> uh, Nervo Chaos, Chthonic Wrath, Ruskaja, Turbo Volca Party. What have you done this week? What are these? Sanguisugbar, what is this? Homicidal Ecstasy? The Winery Dogs 3, Woo? Is that how you say it? Larkestray, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Xandria, The Wonders of Still Awaiting. Never heard of any of these. That, okay. That, I forgot. I didn't actually press start. That's wild. Okay. So (laughs) that one there, Sanguisugabog. Is that like Tagalog
0: or something? I have no idea. Sanguisugabog. 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 No idea.
2: Ruskaja.
0: Nervo Chaos. Man.
2: Ruskaja. Yeah. Never
0: disappoints every week. I just copy and paste this. I don't know. Mithridatum. Yeah, I'm surprised you got that. I was like. Mithridatum. (laughs) These Halloween. Halloween, right? Rascada. Good stuff. All right, what do we? What do we, What else we got here? Punxsutawney. Yes, Phil. we had just had Groundhog's Day, right? So every every February second, of course, we this stupid thing with Punxsutawney Phil and the groundhog. Hundred and eighth time we've done this, David. How often is he correct, though? According to the National Centers for Environmental Information, he has predicted in early spring twenty times. And there's been no record 10 times. So he's been right 40% of the time in the past 10 years from 2011 to 2021. <laughs> 40%. That's not, not very good. It's not very good. And Phil was accurate for several regions when he made his first prediction of more winter back in 1887. So, but I mean, that's, that's Phil's it, it great, great, great grandpa. It
2: that, yeah, that original groundhog. Had
0: some he had power. the knack, and then now it's like it's diluted. His juju is it's low. It's not the same. 40%. Come on, Puxatani. You got to step that up, man. Okay, lab-grown steak is now certified kosher, Chief Rabbi says. Did you hear about this? Well, well, well. Chief Rabbi of Israel David Baruch Lau has recognized Aleph Farm's lab-cultivated steaks as kosher. The brand will soon seek a kosher certification for his products. So, Where is the lab, I wonder? Um. Did they pay off this rap Uh Lab-grown meat. Da 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 uh, da da. Aleph Farms CEO. It doesn't say where it's uh, where it's from. Aleph? Aleph Farms. Mm. Uh, the ma- The market of lab-grown meat is expected to soar to two billion by 2035. Crazy, huh?
2: Have you Have you had anything? Never like had that? that. Have you? Well, I mean, so I'm. N- I don't think so. But I. I. I just heard knows, and found right? out that. Uh. You know. I mean. I. I. I tend to eat mostly. Uh, Mostly vegetarian, right. vegan-ish, right? Some, You know, when I can. Just, yeah. You know? Um, and I, I'll eat, uh, what do you call them? The ones at Burger King. Beyond Burger? Or the or, Beyond Burgers? Uh, Impossible, or Impossible. Or Impossible Whoppers. Yep, yep. And I found out the reason why they taste so much like meat is because they're fermented in a certain way. Oh. Like the, the grains or whatever they use to make it are fermented in a certain way. So in some ways, it is like you're eating a little critter in there. Yeah, because um, it's active culture. Yeah. So, so I'm wondering... Uh, Huh. If what I've eaten is kind of like that, yeah, I don't know,
0: I don't know. This is supposedly that, from what I understand, this lab-grown steak is like from nothing. It grows from a little in a petri dish, and it's like it turns into a actual steak. That's gross. That's what I've heard <laughs> that these lab-grown <laughs> things are. Yes, okay. It's different, different than like I'll the the pea, pea protein in the meal and the grains yeah, that yeah. they have in the other ones. I think this is like actual meat. Wow, it's like animated, you know. Deep freeze hits the East Coast, man. It's crazy. Um, psh, if you guys are out there, you know, bunker down. They say wind gusts of 30 to 40 miles per hour. Pretty wild. Temperatures uh, just plunging throughout the region. Uh, deep chill is also in Texas and the deep south. They're saying ice storms have left more than 48, or excuse me, yeah, 48, 480,000 people without pay, without power in Texas, Arkansas, Tennessee, and Mississippi. So, Pretty crazy, man. And at man. the same time, oil company profits are soaring. Shell, Europe's largest company, reported a profit of $42.3 billion, more than double the previous year, and by far the biggest in its history, which began in 1907. They're saying that this is caused in part by the war in Ukraine, boosting its business. Isn't that great? Earlier in this week, ExxonMobil reported $56 billion in profit for the year, also a record for them. Isn't that crazy? Gee, I wonder how is it that on the brink of changing over to electronic cars and everything else, that uh, oil companies are getting record profits. (sighs) Pretty wild, huh? Yeah, that's
2: uh, that's. There's a lot in there. It's a lot. A lot in there. One of those things that.
0: Yeah, that's. You don't like to see necessarily. uh, I mean, shoot. Nope. It's uh it's a tough thing to kind of hear that, especially profiting off of war.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean that was a big that's a big part of the whole uh you know. Yep. The the US didn't, didn't want to see Germany hooking up with Russia. There was a lot of effort to make sure the Nord Stream 2 mm-hmm. did not did not connect them in any further integration and Well, we you know? Yeah, we, that goal we're, happened. We're selling all our natural gas to Germany now, and, yep.
0: and golly. And look at the prices. Yeah. Well, okay, you have kids. I yep, thought this yep. was crazy. Do you let your child play on your phone? you ever let them play, mess around with your phone? Uh, every once in a while, they, they'll play some sure. stuff. Well, six-year-old Mason Stonehouse used his father's phone to place a fantastic Grubhub order that got national headlines here thousand dollars worth of jumbo shrimp shawarma sandwiches (laughs) ice cream pizzas and so much more the family gave some of the food to neighbors and stored the rest as punishment his parents took a coin out of mason's piggy bank for each item he ordered to teach him a lesson (laughs) isn't that crazy how old how old is mason six six years old so so i wonder if he knew what he was doing He's I like, you so. know, I really like shawarma yeah, sandwiches. Yeah, I want pizzas.
2: I want, I want 10 I want pizzas. pizzas. <laughs> Give me 10 pizzas. Yeah, I want
0: 10 shawarmas, 10 pizzas. Oh, I want like 10 you know of these ice creams. You <laughs> know, to tell you the
2: truth, that is awesome. Because you remember being a kid and you just see that stuff and oh, you're like, man. oh, I wish I could have that. I know. And, and you're like in the store and you're like, please, Mom. And you yeah. have to ask. You just grab the phone now. Now you, you just can just it. order it and it's there. And it actually comes.
0: What do we, what do we expect, guys? Well, I mean, you know, what do we expect? These kids are going to do what we're doing. The touch... Of a fingertip, it's so easy, right? Right, to you, right? Okay, this is the last one of the week, and this was kind of a creepy and crazy one. Alexa has predicted the date World War III will start, so fears has been growing. Oh, of course, gosh. all this stuff: NATO, Russia, gosh. Ukraine. So, someone asked Amazon uh, Alexa, their AI assistant Alexa, and recorded the response. And the viral video, as uh, you know, it's been making its rounds online, came out on TikTok, and it shows Amazon. Alexa responding to a question about the end of the world saying, quote, World War III starts on November 20, no, November 23rd, 2023 at 6.05 p.m. when Russia launches an attack against Germany. What the heck? Isn't that like oddly specific? It's I don't like day that. I don't like that at
2: all.
1: <laughs> like, what is that?
2: <laughs> well, this, you know, we were just talking about like corporate yeah. profits and stuff. and like, well... You know, could be. <laughs> could be. They got the memo. They just got the, you know, picked up some information. How, how in does the, Alexa
0: uh, know this? How does Alexa know have this information? Oh gosh. Like
2: Well, it's just sort of, you know, you ever have one of those moments when you're you're I don't have Alexa or anything like no, that. But yeah. you they we know that we, they, we've had that, it. That, we that, have that they, uh, we have some
0: of the d- devices in here.
2: That the, they came what was it? I think it was 2 years ago. They got in trouble for something to do with Alexa. Like, was it Alexa? I don't remember. I, I'm, and I'm not slandering anyone here. But no, it was yeah. Something like they—they uh, they actually. We're listening when they didn't need to. Oh you know, right, just, and yes. they were actually taking notes and yeah, and, yeah.
0: Know. No, I've read, uh, seen a couple stories like that. Yeah, yeah. So. And so
2: it's like you know, you ever have that where you're talking about something, and then you like open <laughs> up your phone and yeah, and like, then I'll all read the sudden, BBC and then yeah. you know, I'm talking about a foldable kayak or something like that. I open up Get my phone. Ad. I'm looking at BBC and there's a <laughs> ads for foldable kayaks. <laughs> Not cool. Yep, that's Alexa cool. for you.
0: Well, apparently they know when World War III is going to start. I guess we'll have to see if they're right. Uh, I'm going to be waiting with bated breath on that. That's not six. Cool. Should we have a party? I guess so. End of the world party? That's, that's November a 23rd.
2: Idea. Is that uh, Thanksgiving almost?
0: It almost is. Shoot, maybe I'll be out. Uh, yeah, yeah. Crazy, huh? All maybe right. we'll record that day. Yeah, let's try. All right, that's it for us this week, guys. Rock News Weekly, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all at Rock News Weekly, rocknewsweekly.com twitch.tv slash rocknewsweekly every Sunday. Make sure you guys tune in. Subscribe to us on YouTube, all that good stuff. We'll see you guys next week, alright? Have a good one. Peace! See ya.
1: Hello, American Joe. I am Russian Supreme Businessman and the leader, Alex Potov, and I single handedly bring tasty, authentic McDonald's burgers, fries and shakes of milk to your fat American mouths. Have no fear, McDonald's may have pulled out 850 restaurants out of the motherland, but Alex says, not so fast. I make all the same food for you now in my new restaurant, Vikuzno Itochka. i Itochka sort of means tasty and that's it, okay? You like food? You like this. Remember Big Mac? Now it's Vikuzno Mac. Same sauce, same bun, just not real cheese now because our cattle are starving. You can't tell difference. Remember 10-piece chicken nugget? Now just one piece nugget because our chicken run away from us. So not as many nuggets from before, you know. What's that meat you ask, American Joe? I'll tell you, it's fresh meat organs made by our 3D printers, the best in the motherland. Real beef? No way. Remember Quarter Pounder with Cheese? Now it's Mortar Pounder with Disease. Made from ground-up mortar shells and plague juice from impoverished nation. It will hit your spot. So don't forget, Vekusno in Tochka means tasty and that's it. Okay, amazing. See you soon, American Joe.